you're listening to On Assignment by God, the daily blog and podcast. What did the Lord God say to me this morning? What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of On Assignment by God, the daily blog and daily podcast. This is your host, Fun Strong New Last Name. And I have a question for you this morning. Do you expect Jesus to answer when you cry out to him? Are you actually crying out to him or are you just complaining and crying to those who can't even help you. Let's jump into the podcast today because I want to share how when you cry out to Jesus, he will answer you immediately. But there's one thing you got to have in order for that to take place. Let's get into it. Cry out to Jesus. That's the song I thought about when I wrote Cry Out to Jesus on the block. I don't even know who sings that song, but when I tell Alexa to play praise and worship music, that song always usually plays. Cry out to Jesus. I don't know. I don't know who sings it. But anyway, have you ever cried to Jesus? Just cried out to Jesus. I'm talking about where you cried out and expected him to answer you. I'm not talking about those times where you were like, Lord, Lord, have mercy. These people getting on my nerves. Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, 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 Lord. Have you ever just cried out for real, for real? Not, you know, where you was talking about, Lord, have mercy, these people. Ooh, Lord. Ooh, Lord. You know, we be, y'all know we've cried out to Jesus a lot with our mouth, but not with our heart. We've complained to Jesus with phrases like, Lord, have mercy. I'm about to lose it up in here. Or, Lord, have mercy. I'm so tired of these kids. Or, Lord, have mercy. They just, ugh. See, what I learned this morning while reading Luke 18 is that there was a blind man who cried out to Jesus. And in Luke 18, 38 through 39, it says, so he called out Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then those in front told him to keep quiet, but he kept crying out all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. Now, have you ever been hollering out and somebody told you to be quiet? Has that ever happened to you before? I'm like the blind man, okay? When somebody try to hush me up, it makes me holler even louder, okay? (laughs) So the man cries out all the more, right? The blind man cries out all the more. And look what happens next. In Luke 18, 40 through 41, it says, Jesus stopped and commanded that he be brought to him. When he came closer, he asked the blind man, what do you want me to do for you? 
So when you're in your prayer closet, having your own conversation with God, which I hope you're doing, how do you respond when Jesus asks, what do you want me to do for you? Are you prepared to answer? Or have we been crying out with complaints for so long that we've forgotten what we really need from Jesus? Are you able to articulate what you want Jesus to do for you? See, I believe so many of us really can't answer the question. I'm almost 98% sure most of us would start off with, um, um, Jesus said, what do you want me to do for you? You start off with, um, um, well, I definitely need more money. Um, let me see. Um, my so-and-so sick and my family definitely want them healed. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you, um, and you, um, and, and the blind man was ready with his answer. You over here, um, um, um. Blind man didn't say nothing about no um. It says the blind man answered, Lord, I want to see. <laughs> the, the blind, and then the blind man answered with simplicity. Lord, I want to see. How many of us giving the Lord all of these long drawn out uh, responses or prayers? The blind man said, Lord, I want to see. The Lord said, what do you want me to do for you? Lord, I want to see. And right in the next verse, Jesus told him, receive your sight. Your faith has saved you. Verse 43 says, instantly, instantly, the blind man could see and he began to follow Jesus and glorify God. And check this part out. All the people, when they saw it, they gave praise to God too. Because, you know, it was some people around that saw what Jesus did to the blind man. He gave him sight. He said, receive your sight. So let's run that pattern back again and make, make it personal for us. Because if Jesus did it for the blind man, then for sure he can do it for us too, right? So number one, the blind man cried out to the Lord. So we are to cry out to the Lord, not the way I was just talking about where we like, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, these people getting on my nerves. Oh, we're not to complain out to the Lord. We are to cry out to the Lord. Then number two, the people told him to be quiet, but he kept crying out all the more. Don't let nobody shut us up when we crying out to the Lord. OK, matter of fact, get louder. All right. Get louder. Get louder. Don't let nobody shut you down. Them folks are like, be quiet, be quiet. I, I, I'm like the blind man. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. You be quiet, be quiet. He don't want to hear. He ain't trying to. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. I'm talking about let's get loud, okay? I wish somebody would try to shut me down. I, I'm going to get loud on your tail real quick. <laughs> I'm going to get loud. Okay. I'm, I'm about to get real loud on you. Number three, Jesus asked what we want him to do for us. Right? Jesus asked the blind man, what you want? What do you want me to do for you? We got to be ready when God answers us with a question so he's saying 
have mercy on me. Jesus, have mercy on me. We saying, Lord, have mercy. We say that all the time, y'all. Lord, have mercy. Jesus, come back. What you want me to do? Are you ready when God answers you with a question? What you want me to do? The blind man said, number four, the blind man said, I want to see. We got to know and ask for what we want specifically. We we got to know what we want God to do. We got to ask God for what we want specifically. Number five, the blind man asked for what he wanted in faith. Don't miss this. Don't miss this part right here. The blind man asked for what he wanted in faith. We know this because Jesus mentioned that because of his faith, he was able to receive his sight. Y'all. As I was writing the blog, the Holy Spirit showed me the word received. It was like he highlighted it as I was typing it. Many of us pray for things and God says, receive it. But our faith doesn't allow us to. Salvation has to be received, right? You know, when we uh, pray to the salvation prayer, we have to receive it. We have to believe it in our heart and receive it, right? The gift of Holy Spirit has to be received. You can't have the Holy Spirit in you if you don't receive him to be in you, right? I have often confessed, I've told several friends this, family members this, I've often confessed to having a receiving problem in the past. I'm speaking prophetically now in the past because I don't have that problem in the present or in the future. But I often confess having a receiving problem. But thanks be to God that he exposed that thing. He exposed that problem so that I could see how it was preventing me from getting or receiving all that God has for me. See, in my Bible, when the man said, I want to see, Jesus's response was, receive your sight. That's it. For this blind man, it wasn't like putting those stuff on your eyes. You know, Jesus had different ways. He did miracles. And I I learned recently that he never did the miracle the same way twice. He said, receive your sight. Receive it. Like you got to have faith. And then he said, your faith has saved you. Your faith has saved you. And number six, the blind man got his sight immediately. See, when we have faith and believe with no doubt that God can and God will, we see it immediately. All puns intended on that. We see it immediately. The blind man got his sight immediately because of his faith. Then number seven, the blind man began following Jesus and glorifying God. We should follow Jesus and glorify God, just like the blind man. And number eight, finally, In this pattern that we're making personal for us, because if Jesus did it for the blind man, then he can do it for us too. Number eight, all the people who saw what Jesus did also gave God praise. We should expect witnesses to be around when Jesus answers our request. Why? Because God wants them to see him. And for all of us to give God the glory and give him the praise. Yeah. So those are the eight. uh, What do we want to call it? Eight steps, if you will. 
yeah, the pattern, the eight step pattern to, to for us to receive the answer to our request when we cry out to the Lord. When we cry out to the Lord, the Lord said, hey, what you want me to do for you? What is it that you want me to do? You got to be able to say, I want whatever it is. Fill in the blank. The Lord say, fun. What you want me to do for you? I want to be married to a God fearing man. <laughs> Immediately because of my faith. <laughs> fun, strong, new last name. Amen. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying, right? You Listen. I, okay, go back through the eight steps again. Just, go, matter of fact, forget, forget, don't forget my eight steps. I don't want you to forget my eight steps, but go straight to the word of God and read Luke 18 verses 38 through 42. Okay, just, just go and read it. You can start in verse 35. You start at verse 35, okay, if you want to. But just read 35, Luke 18, 35 through 42, or 43, I mean. Luke 18, 35 through 43. Read that today, okay? Read it today. All right. So as I was writing all this, y'all, as I was writing these steps, the Holy Spirit said to me, keep crying out to me all the more. He was talking to me. Now, of course, y'all know I shared a podcast with y'all. So that means he's talking to you too. He's telling us, keep crying out to him all the more. He said, when I ask you, what do you want me to do? Answer me with your specific request, knowing without a doubt that I will answer what you have requested. See, the Lord hears us when we cry out. Isaiah 58 and 1 says, cry out loudly. Don't hold back. Isaiah 58 and 9 says, at the time when you call, the Lord will answer. When you cry out, he will say, here I am. Here I am. If you're a parent and, and, and your child called out, mama, daddy, you say, here I am. Here I am. And, and what happens? They're calling on us for something. And we, as parents say, what is it that you want me to do? What is it that you want me to do for you? And if the child is able to respond, then we can, we can do it. But if the child say, I don't know. Y'all know what we say. I don't know a lot. When somebody asks us, what do we want to eat? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But the person who knows what they want, they get it a lot quicker than the people who Say, I don't know. You waste a lot of time saying, I don't know. Get specific with what you want. Get clarity on what you want. How can you get clarity on what you want in specific? Spend time with the Lord because what you want need to line up with his will for your life. See, you can't be one stuff that's out of his will. You don't want that. Okay, I'm telling you not. You don't want that. You know how you go somewhere and somebody be like, oh, no, nah, you don't want you don't want to eat that. You don't want to eat that potato salad. Mm -mm. <laughs> you don't want to eat that. That uh, them veggies. <laughs> Y'all notice I didn't say nothing about meat because I don't eat meat anymore since May 2020. I'm, I'm still on a no meat thing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. OK, so anyway, cry out. The Lord hears us when we cry out. 
I read Psalm 32 today. Today is March 2nd, so I was reading Psalm 32. And the message I got from the Holy Spirit is that we are to ensure that we cry out to him with our sins too. Romans 3.23 says, all have sinned. That means you, me, everybody, everybody. Romans 3.23 says, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So basically, we can't be keeping silent when we sin, right? Y'all know when we sin, we tend to kind of isolate and you, you don't want nobody to know you messing up, right? But God, God knows, right? Yeah, we must acknowledge our sin and not conceal it. We must confess our sin to the Lord for forgiveness. Psalm 32, 6 says, therefore, let everyone who is faithful pray to you immediately. So all of us, all of us faithful people, we need to pray to God immediately. When we sin, we need to be coming right up on the, 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 the tail of that sin. Like, oh Lord, forgive me. Before we even finish sinning, we need to start asking for forgiveness. Okay. And we, we do need to finish it though. We do need to stop, not finish, but stop. Cause that's two different things. Finishing and stop. Stopping is two different things. Finishing means you keep going until you get to the end. Stopping means you stop dead in your tracks. Yeah, we need to stop. We need to stop sinning. Dr. Tony Evans study note says this about Psalm 32, 10 and 11. When we have sinned and the call for repentance comes, don't hold back. Confess your sins specifically, right? Confess your sin specifically. Here we are with the word specifically again. Like when we act, when the Lord said, what do you want? We supposed to speak specifically. And when we confess our sins, we're supposed to confess them specifically. Lord, forgive me for and fill in the blank, whatever you did that didn't line up with him. Right. It says confess your sins specifically. Agree with what God says about them. Like, don't be all like. I know it's wrong. No, agree with it. That is wrong. And I should not do that again. You got to agree with it because when you kind of waver or kind of be, you know, not saying that you agree with it, it leaves room for you to do it again. Okay. So confess your sins specifically agree with what God says about them. Appeal to his grace and mercy for forgiveness and anticipate the return of of the joy of your salvation. Y'all, whether we are crying out to Jesus for forgiveness or for a blessing, we can anticipate or expect him to answer us favorably. All right, y'all. So first of all, I just want to offer salvation if, if you are listening to this podcast and you want to know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, all you have to do is openly confess with your mouth. Cry out to Jesus. Openly confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Cry out, Jesus is Lord. And I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. That's it. Romans 10, 9. Go to that scripture. But when you pray that prayer of salvation, you are saved. And then all you need to do is get connected with a good Bible-based church. Stay connected to other believers. Start having daily conversations with God. Repent for your sins. Like you can receive salvation because you openly confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. And you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. 
and you can also repent to God because of your relationship now with Jesus. You can ask for forgiveness for all of your sins because of your now relationship with Jesus. Yeah, because you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. All right. Now, what are your assignments for today? Also, let me just say this. If you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I'm excited. Okay. I didn't want to skip past that and go into these assignments. I'm like, "Er, wait a minute, back it up. Because if you receive salvation today, I need you to shoot me a text message and let me know that you did. I mean, heaven is already rejoicing. I want to join in on the party too. So send me a text 601-299-4398. That's 601-299-4398. Welcome to your new life with Jesus Christ. It is the best decision that you could ever make. And like I said, make sure you stay with other believers. You know, if you if you're not around people that that's on the same journey with you get around some new people i'm telling you you are not strong enough yet to disciple you got to be discipled first before you can go and make disciples so if you have a bunch of friends and they they have not received jesus as their personal lord and savior or they on some other you know doing some other things or whatever you need to get around other people who are believers Okay, and then you need to also just start having daily conversations with the Lord. Open your Bible, start reading Psalms. It's a good book of the Bible to start with. And like I said, shoot me a text message, 601-299-4398. I cannot wait to hear from you. Now, keep your pen and pad out because you got some assignments. You're like, what? I just I just got saved. It's okay. I, I trust that you'll be able to do these assignments. Number one. And for the people who have been here and already say, you already know, get your pen and pad out for your assignment. Number one, what did Holy Spirit say to you in your conversation with him this morning? Number two, what do you want God to do for you? See, I told you, I told you person that just got saved. Yeah, you can do this question. You can answer this assignment question. What do you want God to do for you? And then number three, Is there any unaddressed sin you need to confess and ask God for forgiveness? Is there any unaddressed sin that you need to confess? If so, confess it, okay? Today, immediately, immediately, go ahead and confess it, right? Yes, specific confessions. Lord, forgive me for being judgmental towards Jenny. You know, I just made that up, but... Be truthful when you ask for forgiveness, like whatever it is that you need to to uh, address the sins in your life. Go ahead and do that and ask for forgiveness and forgive those who have sinned against you, too. That's part of the thing we're supposed to do. Forgive those who have sinned against you as well. All right. And then finally, don't forget to record yourself reading the word of God. I read Luke 18 today. I also read Psalm 32. So whichever one you want to pick or if the Lord gives you something else to read, either way, record yourself on video or audio reading the word of God and then play it back and watch how God gives you a revelation with your own voice. 
It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And it'll build your faith too because faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing the word of God. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> all right, y'all. That's all I have for you today. Hey, if you haven't texted me yet and you're hearing my voice right now, text me 601 601- 299-4398. I don't want you to keep listening to the podcast and I not know about it. So make sure you text me. Okay. All right. Text me. All right. I'm going to wait for your text. I'm about to go and just put my phone and I'm going to look for your text. So text me right, right when you hear this, whatever time of day it is. Okay. If it's late, know that I'm not going to be texting you back because I'm probably going to be asleep. But whatever time of day it is, go ahead and text me 601-299-4398. I can't wait to talk to you. All right. Love you guys. Talk to you tomorrow.